Bobby and I are super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. I love the look and comfort of my new Oakley glasses. The lenses are like nothing I've ever experienced with their prism lens technology. These lenses protect my sun-sensitive blue eyes, but somehow also make colors even more vibrant and details even more clear. And let me tell you, Oakleys, they are popular in my household as both my sons argue over who gets to borrow my glasses. They both play outdoor sports and they know Oakley is the best for training. Plus, I think they want to look a little bit like Lamar Jackson, who is also sponsored by Oakley. Now, my personal favorite pair is from the HSTN collection. I've literally been wearing mine every day since I got them. So let me tell you what you should do. Head on over to oakley.com right now and get yourself a pair of glasses that will change your look for the better. But don't just trust me. Try them for yourself. Go to oakley.com for more information today. So one of the many narratives that's followed Lamar Jackson around throughout his career is this idea that he's incapable of throwing outside the numbers as an NFL quarterback, Sarah. Yeah, but Bobby, as his new quarterbacks coach, T. Martin, made clear on Thursday, that's all it really is, a narrative. I'm Bobby Trossett alongside my co-host, Sarah Ellison. It is Friday, June 2nd, and this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault. Presented by this episode's title sponsor, Tanner Mashburn. J.K. Dobbins posted three cryptic tweets after Thursday's OTA media session. And we'll explain what we think is really going on behind the scenes. Plus, for the first time since Baltimore declined his fifth-year option earlier this offseason, we heard from inside linebacker Patrick Queen on that very topic. Yeah, we have all that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, Ravens new quarterbacks coach T. Martin, who was promoted from wide receivers coach earlier this offseason. He took a stand on behalf of Lamar Jackson during his media availability on Thursday. Yeah, and Sarah, even though it was a subtle stand, I would say, it was still impactful. Martin, of course, he's a former national championship winning quarterback at Tennessee. He was asked about some of the criticism that's been aimed at Lamar over the years when it comes to his ability to throw outside the numbers. I don't really know where that came from because because since I've been here, being a former receiver coach, I don't think that's true because we got open outside the numbers. He would throw it and we would catch it. So uh, I don't know where that came from. All I know is he could throw the ball to all areas of the field. Um, uh, he has touch for the shorter passes, more touch passes, and he has elite arm strength to throw the ball down the field. And his deep ball accuracy has improved over the years. So I can't answer to where that came from. All I can say is since I've been here, I haven't witnessed that I've seen him make all the throws to all areas of the field and we're continuing to improve in those areas. I think T's on to something, Sarah. So why don't we run through some of the numbers entering the 2022 season? Lamar posted the following on passing outside the numbers, 10 plus yards downfield. And this dated back to 2019, 89 completions over 1900 passing yards, 20 touchdowns, just five interceptions and a passer rating 
of 106.1. If that's not enough for you, these were his early down passing statistics outside the numbers back in 2021. He ranked number one, top overall in yards per pass with 9.2. He was top overall, number one in success rate at 57%. And he was number one as well, top dog in expected points added per attempt with 0.33. That's a positive 0.33. All that came while averaging 9.4 air yards per attempt, which was the fifth highest league-wide and being blitzed on 32% of his attempts, which was also the fifth highest league-wide. I know that's like a ton of numbers, and sometimes numbers are hard to put into context, but trust me, they stacked up pretty good against his peers. All right. Well, in other words, all those numbers together, despite being the most injured team in all of football that year, 2021, Lamar still had Baltimore sitting atop the conference in December and was the number one best pass passer outside the numbers. We all remembered what followed with the bone bruise and losing out and ultimately just missing the postseason. But to say he's incapable of throwing outside the numbers and he hasn't really successfully done so, it's just inaccurate. And T wasn't done there either, Sarah. Earlier this week, we released an episode on some of the changes coming to Lamar's workload under new OC Todd Munkin, and T provided more insight on what that should look like specifically. Coach's uh, system is very quarterback friendly in a sense of you have the opportunity to change routes when need be. You do a lot of operation, what I like to say doctoring at the line of scrimmage in terms of protections. You see it blitz in one way, you can slide the line a different way. All of these type things. Not that we didn't do it in the past, we're just going to be doing more of it and we're going to be more vocal about it. So you'll see him operating at the line of scrimmage a lot more. You'll see him communicating with receivers, running backs, tight ends, a lot more than what you may have seen in the past. Uh, there's an element of working at the line of scrimmage, right, where we're doing all the talking, right? So uh, that's where the growth is. And with that growth and with that responsibility, it comes the added responsibility of the film work you got to put in and extra work you got to put in on the field to where you're right most of the time. You're not going to fool the defense every time or you're not going to beat them every time, but we want to be right most of the time and putting ourselves in, in great plays and great positions to move the ball down the field. Yeah. That's just getting into more detail on the topic that we covered in episode 286. The autonomy and creative freedom Lamar's expected to have in this new scheme, it's significant. And it sure sounds like there's going to be increased communication. It's going to be a lot riding on Lamar's shoulders, as T said, it's more responsibility. But he also said that the type of freedom or this type of freedom was given to Lamar in that Miami Dolphins game last year. Do you remember that one? It's the one where they were trying to rectify what happened the year before when the Dolphins defense kept coming after Lamar and they really couldn't stop their blitz. Well, then their way of countering that was to give Lamar more freedom at the line of scrimmage. And it worked. Baltimore ended up losing the game, but not because of the offense. That unit put up 38 points. It was a defensive fourth quarter meltdown that did them in. But I don't know why, after that game, they just didn't do it much more going on throughout the season under Greg Roman. We obviously know that their operational malfunctions under Roman were well-documented last year, which is why I thought hearing this sense of urgency from T. Martin 
it stood out to me. The quicker you can get to the line of scrimmage, the quicker you can see things and and operate. Sometimes you have to change plays. Sometimes the play that you're in may be good, and that was just a matter of getting to the right read and completing the pass or getting us to the right run. And so, uh, you know, in the past we were a huddle team, and you know we kind of got to the line of scrimmage. The plays were already called, and we ran what was called. Now he has the ob- uh, opportunity to be at the line of scrimmage. Okay, coach, I like that. I like this a little bit better. Let me do that. Okay, why'd you do it? And we could talk about it, right? So when I say quarterback friendly, it's the quarterback having more freedom to do what he, to do what he feels he needs to do to have success on that particular play. And as coaches, why did you do it? What is the feedback and how do we adjust to him when he's in control? There are times, and, and Coach Munkin says it, where I'm the coordinator, I call the play, you like it, keep it running. When you change that play, you became the coordinator, right? And, uh, and we wanted to work. So with that being said, the film study, the, the time invested to where when Lamar does take over, and he is the coordinator during that time, right? He's doing a good job in getting us in the right place and operating offense. Still to come here on The Vault, J.K. Dobbins stirs up some drama on Twitter. Bobby and I are super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. I love the look and comfort of my new Oakley glasses. The lenses are like nothing I've ever experienced with their prism lens technology. These lenses protect my sun-sensitive blue eyes, but somehow also make colors even more vibrant and details even more clear. And let me tell you, Oakleys, they are popular in my household as both my sons argue over who gets to borrow my glasses. They both play outdoor sports and they know Oakley is the best for training. Plus, I think they want to look a little bit like Lamar Jackson, who is also sponsored by Oakley. Now, my personal favorite pair is from the HSTN collection. I've literally been wearing mine every day since I got them. So let me tell you what you should do. Head on over to Oakley.com right now and get yourself a pair of glasses that will change your look for the better. But don't just trust me. Try them for yourself. Go to Oakley.com for more information today. Okay, Sarah, as our friend Cole Jackson recently pointed out on Twitter, it has now been zero days since a Ravens player had a Twitter incident. And this time (laughs) the drama comes from running back J.K. Dobbins, who published Three, count them, three cryptic tweets on Thursday afternoon. Yeah, so to catch everybody up, shortly after the OTA press conferences wrapped up, JK tweeted the following quote, Baltimore, hashtag Ravens flock. I hope I'm here till the end of my career. I love you. And then added a purple heart emoji. And then in a separate tweet that he actually later deleted, he wrote, I don't know, though, sadly. And then he added one more that reads, quote, I'm Baltimore through and through till I'm gone. Close quote. Now, of course, these tweets come after JK was super vocal about not getting the ball enough during that playoff loss in January against the Bengals. He was upset. He was frustrated that his number was not called. And instead, we all know what happened. Tyler Huntley got the green light in the red zone and fumbled on a quarterback sneak right there right there at the doorstep, right at the doorstep of a potential invitation to the divisional round playoffs without Lamar. Like pretty wild to think back at that, but his exact quote there after the game, again, in a, in an emotional moment, right? Quote, I'm a guy who feels like I should be on the field all the time. It's the playoffs. 
Why am I not out there? Close quote. And so obviously there was that incident. And then there's also the fact that JK sustained his serious knee injury during a preseason game in Washington. And that injury impacted the last two years of his career. So if you think about it, I mean, JK's career arc since being drafted by the Ravens has got to be very frustrating for him after a promising rookie year. So I guess I guess the question becomes, do you think that that's what these tweets are about? Like, are they an extension of his frustration with his playing time last year and an injury that potentially could have been avoided? Yeah, it could be, Bobby. I mean, JK has been frustrated for quite some time now, so I wouldn't rule it out. But my guess is these tweets are not about that. Because there's a new offensive coordinator in town. It's not the same one that didn't use him in the red zone. And the Ravens have made many organizational changes after a string of injuries over the last two years. And that includes not playing veteran starters in the preseason and replacing their strength and conditioning coach, which, as we know, many players have complained about. So my understanding is a contract with JK is being negotiated. He's heading into the final year of his rookie deal, which is worth $1.3 million in base salary. And Bobby, these are exactly, I mean, exactly the type of tweets that NFL players often put out when they're trying to no- negotiate a new deal and when they're not getting the terms that they're seeking. It would also be a reason to not be at voluntary OTAs, which Dobbins has not attended at all this offseason. So to me... This situation reads just like common negotiation tactics. Well, we did just go through what felt like were never-ending negotiations with Lamar Jackson, where he used a similar tactic, except Lamar was a little bit more straightforward and actually publicly requested a trade, as we know, back in March. Now, as bad as things looked there, we learned that the two sides can always come back together quickly. Somehow they remain civil throughout the process, even though, I mean, we just talked about earlier this week, right? Like Harbs basically accepted the fact that it was an ambush, but he was able to keep his, his peace of mind. I don't know how in that moment, but anyway, long story short, they were able to get through it. Yeah. That's why, you know, I could remain calm, you know, a lot through that Lamar Saga, and it's why fans can remain calm through this if indeed he's just trying to get a new contract. I mean, the business side tends to get dramatic, but fractured relationships in the NFL are frequently healed in a blink of an eye with either money or winning. So until then, we'll likely see more of these negotiation tactics. It's just how it's done. And Bobby, to me, it makes sense that Dobbins would want a new deal right now before the season as insurance because he just had those two years of his young career massively impacted by injury. But ironically, on the flip side, that same injury also hurts his leverage. So here's the thing. If he doesn't get a new deal before September, I'll say the same thing about JK that I've said all offseason about Patrick Queen. And we're about to get into an update, by the way, on Patrick Queen in topic three. But I think Baltimore is the best place for J.K. Dobbins to ball out this year and earn a big payday in 2024, again, if he can't get one in this offseason. For Dobbins, even with a new offensive corner that's promised more balance, which probably means more passing, I still think the Ravens will run a healthy amount. And with Lamar as an extra decoy jk now that he's healthy he's in a position to eat and if he produces the way i expect 
he'll have a nice bag at this time next year. All right, Bobby, we've discussed this name and his situation plenty throughout the offseason, but we finally, we finally heard from the man himself at Thursday's podium. We did. We did. And that man was fourth year inside linebacker Patrick Queen, whose fifth year option was declined by Eric DaCosta in Baltimore's front office last month, as we know. So that makes this a contract year for PQ. And given all the speculation regarding his future, he was asked to address it right away. It's a blessing in disguise. It really, uh, you know, you see guys go both sides of it and get paid either way. And at the end of the day, I'm just focused on being the best teammate that I could be, being the best uh, player that I could be, and just going out there and proving myself, going out there and playing the game that I love to play at a high level. No one has to be here right now, but after that, especially when something that happens, what makes you lean in and work harder versus distancing yourself into your Just trying to get better. Uh, obviously, Roquan is, is here now, getting the uh, offseason with us. So just trying to build that chemistry and then trying to learn Mike more, trying to learn defense more, trying to know all, all of us just get on the same page. That's my main focus right now. So Sarah, first and foremost, I just want to commend him for the way he handled things Thursday. Like he's watched this front office dole out a record setting contract to his running mate, Roquan Smith. Right. And then they went and drafted his potential future replacement on day two in April. So those couldn't have been easy pills to swallow especially as a former first round pick, right? He put together his best season as a pro in 2022. But I just, I just want to say that because I know I've been critical throughout the course of this off season about various things. I, I thought he, he just, it was calm. He was cool. He was collected. He was reflective as Femi Ion Badejo told you on Twitter. And I just appreciated that. Yeah. I thought PQ was excellent. Excellent at podium. And I think it showed a lot of growth. And at the end of the day, he, like I said, same with JK, he's going to make himself a lot of money this season in this Ravens defense. But here's a question for you, Bobby. Was PQ ever asked directly about his draft day tweet after Trenton Simpson was selected? No, at least he wasn't like directly asked. Now, he was asked about some of the social media scrubbing on Instagram. I know I harped on that over the last few months. You've been quick to mm. point that out, haven't you? Uh, but this was his response. <laughs> yes, you have. This was his response. <laughs> I think there's anything in life you go through emotions, and uh, and then the day uh, it may take some other some others longer to get over. It. And I just uh, I just had many talks from many people and different outlooks on it, and uh, I just came to realization that everything is not a bad thing. And uh, the front office talked to them a little bit, and just they kept me grounded and let me know what it really was and how they feel and stuff. So I, at the end of the day, you know, this is a place that I want to play at. This is where I want to be. And uh, however the chills fall, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with it. And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with Mark Andrews attending OTAs. And afterwards, he was asked if he has any concern about not having enough balls to go around to all the new weapons on offense. Well, the all-pro tight end, he shook his head and said, quote, I really don't care, close quote. Meanwhile, a little bit more from Patrick Queen. He was asked what the expectations for this team are from inside the locker room. And he said, quote, everybody around the locker room is saying Super Bowl. They're not saying Super Bowl or bust because we don't want to have a bust mindset. With the pieces we've got, the defense we've got, the offense we've got, the new coordinator, everything, the whole organization, Everything that we need to win, 
we've got right here. We don't need anything else. Close quote. In other news, the following notable players were not at the voluntary practice open to media yesterday. Uh, I've already mentioned J.K. Dobbins, but also fullback Pat Ricard, wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., Nelson Aguilar, offensive guard Kevin Zeitler, Ronnie Stanley, defensive tackle Travis Jones, no Roquan Smith, Tyus Bowser, Marlon Humphrey, Caillou Blue Kelly, Pepe Williams, or Rocky Sin. And again, running back Gus Edwards was there, but working off to the side. And finally, new wide receivers coach Greg Lewis. Go back and watch his presser if you can. It's, he was pretty impressive. New guy here on the, on the Ravens coaching staff. He was asked, of course, about first-round rookie Zay Flowers. Zay has been uh, fantastic. He's an eager player, eager learner, uh, wants to be great, wants to be great at everything he does, uh, and it's been fantastic to see him out here getting opportunities to make some plays. Uh, his quickness and explosion shows up daily, uh, and how he catches the ball, the photos he takes uh, with the ball, it, it's been fantastic uh, to get him out here and, and get him going. Thanks for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms by visiting patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault Podcast. As you probably know by now, we have been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. And with your membership support, you'll give us a chance to keep churning out daily Ravens content for years to come. And a special shout out to two of our returning patrons, Alan Jay and Chris Gagdon. We appreciate you guys for supporting us. And we'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd be interested in advertising, you could reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that is all the time we've got today, but we'll be back on Saturday with our best of from this week on The Vault. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.